Hey there, and welcome to the Financial Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin, and together we are going to discuss different topics within personal finances in a less technical way and more relatable way. So without further ado, let's get to this episode. to the financial therapy podcast so this is the second episode and i'm not alone i have a guest and it's my very good friend valentina or she goes by val so i will let you introduce yourself a little bit okay hi i'm so happy to be in this episode i'm valentina i'm a certified coach and i'm also 25 year old almost, out there, who's been traveling the world for the past six slash seven years. So I'm guessing that we're going to get into it in this podcast, but I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's amazing to have you here. You're probably one of the people that I know who's been traveling so much during the pandemic and still like, I think we're out of the pandemic at this point, are we? We are. We can consider ourselves like safely out of it. <laughs> yeah. So like I remember we like met um in the middle of the pandemic, so twenty twenty, like I think April, and the pandemic started in March. Yeah. So we've yeah. So we became like good friends, um during the pandemic, and yeah, and we still are friends, and you have been traveling so much uh, you've been traveling away from your home country Argentina and then you decided to do adventure trip in Europe totally yeah so when we first met I had been home for a little bit over half a year by then I was coming from Stockholm if I'm not like mistaken um no, actually, I was coming from Italy at that point, and I stayed home, and then I was planning to go back, but yeah, the pandemic started, and I feel like we met in the midst of making friends online, so that was like the situation, like online communities, online businesses, and that's where what brought us close, um, but since then, I feel like so much has happened in our lives, and yeah, it's like navigating you're like early 20s with so many people from like just like so many places which is what I feel I take the most like the most positive thing I take out of the pandemic is all the online friendships I made so yeah yeah so like um one of the things that I wanted to ask was like traveling so much and so many times can come with you know financial like expenses and whatnot so like how did you manage all of that because just like thinking about the amount of times that you've moved around and whatnot that's totally overwhelming even for someone like me so like i want the audience to you know what i want them is essentially oh god i can't speak (laughs) to take away from this episode is like you could travel or you can move anywhere you want um you just have to plan so how did you plan that okay so if i if i would want anybody listening to this episode to take something away from it is that 
moving places and just like getting out of your comfort zone it's not as scary and it's not so much of a burden as you feel if you've never do it i feel like i need to give some background information about myself i grew up traveling my parents were the kind of parents that they just like took opportunities and went with it so i was born in argentina but then my dad was a professional rugby player and so when i was two we moved to italy and in that span of time we actually moved to spain and then back to italy we traveled a lot and then when i was around 10 we moved back to argentina and again we like moved cities and towns and it was just like a constant like nomadic life i would say and then when we went to argentina that like incremented so much and i actually went to i think it was like six high schools in the first three years of my high school so i feel like i was born and raised with this ability to handle change so that's a privilege that i feel like i have even though it's hard and as a kid it was very very tough it really led me to understand that you can change everything around your life and things will be alright and you'll find people that are your support system and so when i was like 19 i had just graduated high school and i was like well like even though i get so many amazing lessons my family was very dysfunctional right and so my parents had divorced for a couple of years and i realized i can go to school go into university especially as someone that was a very academically gifted kid i could have gone into so many fields but had no idea who i was and i feel like career and finances and everything is something that we get pushed so much in our early 20s while we don't even know who we are and we get this pressure of like you know choose a career that is going to make you money choose a path that's going to make you money and there's like so many subliminal messages around money that freak you out so much and again even a gap year is like you take one gap year and that's it and then you get back to real life so that's pretty much where i come from and i realized that i moved abroad and then i moved to the states and that was the first time that i realized that there are so many ways to just get out of your comfort zone and move and not have a financial burden upon yourself like for example i did it by being an au pair and it's not the only way to do it but that was my way that i found so essentially an au pair is an international nanny all i needed to do was save up a thousand dollars and that was covering my flight from south america to the states especially buenos aires to the states which is very expensive and then it covered the transportation and the training school and the transportation to my host family and then once i got into my host family my roof was paid for my like food was paid for so i found myself in this opportunity to like move over across the world in a way that i didn't have to save so much money for this i got paid i could travel i could buy my own things it was a great opportunity so i think this was like kind of my gate understanding that everything I had been told about the hardships of doing anything in the world was not so much like that and since then uh, I spent the last five years of my 20s just traveling the world finding my own place and as someone that is a third culture kid which it's hard because you're not from anywhere in particular I think I've been trying to figure out where I belong 
and being able to do it in a way that money is not a problem. And my parents did not pay for anything. So like as soon as I graduated high school, they were like, okay, you're your own adult. You don't want to go to school, then get a job or like do whatever you want to do. Um, and so I found my ways to be a financially independent young adult, but still have a very adventurous, curious, and explorative life. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, that sounds so cool. Um, just everything that you just told us about, like, in your moves and how you did it, and, you know, like, the, the job as an au pair, like, I didn't know much about it. I'm like, that sounds cool. Yeah. Like, all your expenses, almost all of your expenses are paid for. Like, <laughs> why are not more people, why are more people not doing it? Like, I know there are a lot, but, like, like is that great way to like grow and like try to understand yourself and but like if you're not into kids i would definitely not recommend it <laughs> my perspective i've met au pairs from like all through the spectrum people who just wanted a job and people who love kids i'm on the spectrum of loving kids i've been a nanny for 12 like i started with my neighborhood's uh kids and like being able to like take care of them and then when i was 16 I started being a nanny like alongside my high school and so I've been always loving the job and that allowed me to also find families that really appreciate me so I can give more of a like I don't know inside perspective on the job but essentially what I want everybody to know is that there are many ways to do this there are work ways there are like volunteering opportunities but when I was younger I saw into all of these like opportunities and you need to have a lot of money saved up front. It's like, they sound mm-hmm. like great opportunities. For example, workaways, most of them, they don't pay you. They just offer you like a house and food, uh, volunteering opportunities cost a lot of money. So I, I didn't know that. And essentially, like I found myself like repeating the pair experience over and over again. And since that first experience, I actually like did something crazy the first time because I wanted to move to the UK, like Brexit was not a thing yet, and I really wanted to move to London, it was like my dream city for some reason, it, I don't share the same opinion now for some reason, but like, I just, I was like so, like my mind was so set into moving to London, and so I started to find a lot of like different opportunities, but then I also left my options open to like Europe, and then I was like, well, Scandinavia, I didn't know anything about Scandinavia, and I found this family, and they were like, they were a great family, but they needed someone like in a month. And I was like, in Buenos yeah. Aires, I had been spending like, maybe I don't know, like a, a little bit over six months home, you didn't want to stay there, and I was like, can I do it? Can I actually like, move from Buenos Aires to like Stockholm, the other side of like, you know, the Atlantic. And I was like, you know what, let's do it. And they were open to paying for my flight and then everything else was paid for. And so I did it. Um, I had like a little bit of a hiccup, hiccup there because some paperwork went wrong and I had to go back to Italy to fix it. Uh, so I had like a little bit of like, yeah, a misfortune with that trip in particular. But again, in Italy, I got a job in a vineyard and I didn't have much money saved up. And I was like, you know what, like, let me do a work away. And so I was not spending money. And 
I feel like if there was one word that I would like theme my early twenties as was resourceful. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot say that word. Out. Being resourceful. <laughs> always mm-hmm. ways to figure it out. And so I did work away in Hamburg. That was like an amazing three months experience. And then life happened and I had to go back home. And I think that was ah uh, maybe like 2019. Like yeah, early 2019. And again, when I went back home, I found myself so confused because I was like, I'm getting to know the world, getting to know myself, discovering all these cool places. And at the same time, being so introspective into like, who am I as like an early adult, right? And I feel like that was like the hardest part because society was the most like pressuring into like, I was 21, 22. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have like, you know, a path that I was going to go down into and I could feel it like do I go to university like what do I do do I keep traveling like what do I do with my life but then the pandemic hit and that was the best thing that happened to me because all of a sudden the world stopped and essentially like I feel like we all got life into perspective and I told myself why would I listen to anybody else if they don't have the life that I'm looking and mm, yeah. a lot of years, like when you, like long story short, I just kept on doing it. I kept on jumping on opportunities. From there, as soon as they reopened the borders uh, in October 2020, I had I think 3,000 euros saved up. That was all. And then the flight cost like a thousand. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I was I was doing community management. I lost my like clients at like that period of time because I had two clients and I was like it was super messy I lost it and I was like you know what like there's no point like right now to change my whole life <laughs> I was like if I'm not gonna do it I don't have no responsibilities nothing to lose and that's when I moved to Italy again life throws so many things at you and like Italy was about to go into the second lockdown Argentina had a very long mm. lockdown and I was like, I cannot do this anymore. Like, I, I cannot. And so in like a week's time, I was on a flight to Stockholm again. Yeah. To, about to start my third healthier experience. Um, yeah. And now I'm in Paris. <laughs> so and I just, just started my fourth. So it's been hectic. But I feel like it's just like a proof that you can do so many things without... I would say like it's not so much of a plan. It's more being resourceful and having a lot of courage to like deal with life and opportunities. Just like finding the right opportunities. Yeah, that's pretty much like what I feel it's been like. Yeah, like I definitely agree with you on that. And it does take a lot of courage. Um, but I also like wanted to talk about like, what if somebody like has the resources, so they have the money saved up, but I don't know, for some reason, it could be like some, some sort of like trauma or some sort of like a way of self-sabotaging that they cannot spend that money on themselves that I know people. Yes. And and you may be talking to one of them (laughs) (laughs) where, um... I'm a super good uh, saver, yeah. but like when it comes to like spending on myself, 
I find it so hard. Like I have to have a billion reasons before I make the decision, and I'm sure there are a lot of people out there listening to this that feel the exact same way. So, like, how do you just take that leap of faith and say, "Okay, I have enough. Let me just do this one thing for myself." Well, I think that <laughs> just like my my coach self comes up, but I know mm-hmm. there are plenty of opportunities and there's plenty more money to come. And I don't see money as something that gets spent. I actually like I'm someone that is not really good at saving and someone that really lives in the moment. And I'm the one that like needs to learn how to have a little bit more respect towards money, right? I feel like analyzing my own parents, there are, there are a lot of like dysfunctions when it comes to money and there is a lot of like power. And I think that for me, giving that money away, it's all like, feels like freedom. It's like, I don't let money define who I am and I don't let money make me someone that I don't want to be, right? Which is something that is on the complete other side of the spectrum. But I wanted to bring it because you have the two people, right? There are some people that take money as a sense of safety. And there are people who take spending money as a sense of freedom. And I feel like you learn to be in the middle. Yes, it's hard. (laughs) hard because me, I want to give all my money away. I don't want to have it. It's like... I just want to live in the moment, but it's not, it doesn't come from a healthy place, right? I feel like it's the mm. same with people that doesn't, doesn't want to give it away. Actually, like one of my best friends from my first OKR year, she did not like spending money. She did not like it. It was like she wanted to save it and then just have it saved. That, that made her feel safe, right? And I feel like for those kind of people, and if you're one of them, it's like, you need to ask yourself, what safety is money real? really? Like, what type of safety? Like, yes, you can have it, and then it means that in case of an emergency, you'll have the money to deal with that, right? But I feel like safety is so... It's just like an illusion. And same as having the money saved, right? So I would say... You can always make the money back. There's plenty of money to make back. As long as you have one skill, you can always make more money. But the thing is that you'll only be in your 20s discovering who you are once. And whatever you need to do, that like it doesn't have to be moving across the world seven times, you know? It can be taking an art course. It can be mm-hmm. buying that camera that you really want to buy because you like want to explore your inner artist or that instrument and like I feel there's a theme about like creative potential and being able to explore yourself throughout experiences that no money saved in the bank will give you back that sense of like getting to know yourself right mm-hmm. yeah definitely definitely um, I would say like um, for me personally, just because like I'm an economist, yes. that does not mean I am perfect with money. It doesn't mean that I'm good with money either. So like just having you on the episode, like I'm learning so much, you know, like I'm very like risk averse. So at times I'm like, is it really worth it to do that? 
like the amount of things and the amount of time I would lose on it, like just this podcast alone has been on its way for so yeah. long. I did it. I feel good, even though I've had some technical issues. Yeah. But <laughs> but it feels good. It does. And, and definitely when you said the whole, like, uh, you can make it back, um, uh, relating to, like, last week's episode, like, it really, like, pissed me off when I saw these, like, financial advisors and whatnot on social media, like, commenting on these people traveling. Like, I saw this video with one man who had his cats around everywhere, like Venice, <laughs> New York. Like, it was so cute. I, I like, I was, like, I'm, I'm just like, you're a ghost, my man. Like, you, you're traveling with your cats? Like, you're responsible for you, but also your little creatures. Like, your little fur friends. Like, it's cute. And, you know, seeing people like that is, like, definitely an inspiration. It's just that sometimes, you know... I think it has a lot to do with the emotional aspect of what money means to us. And that is so, so difficult at times. And yeah. I would say, like, reflecting on it, it all comes down to your priorities in life. For example, <clears throat> for me, I always knew that freedom was something that I needed. Like, it, 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 it has, like, it's, it has no money correlation. For me, feeling free. It's just like, I cannot put a number onto it, right? But then the second is self-expression. Like, for example, you see a lot of people spending a lot of money on makeup and clothes and just like, you know, all the things that maybe they're going to use for just a couple of months, year, maybe. The thing is that maybe for them, their number one priority is self-expression. And so there's no yeah. money correlation to the ability to express themselves in a world that, like, you know, wants to put you in a box. And so who is one to judge other people's values? Let's say that, like, these financial gurus are talking about, well, you can be investing it and making your money, like, making more money. Maybe their main values is certainty and security. And so investing their money, taking control of that financial life, buying more assets, makes them feel so good in life. Right? Mm. And so... Me, yeah. I know that like there's a big part of me that now wants to get settled, and now it's going to put more emphasis and energy and priority into having a more stable, secure financial life because eventually I would love to buy a house and I would love to renovate it, and I know that that takes a lot more money, a lot more time, like right. But the thing is that I feel like throughout different stages in life we have different priorities. For me, it was getting to know who I was. I'm 24, not even 25, and I feel like every time I talk to someone, they're like, whoa, you you just sound like my age, and I'm talking to, like, 30-something-year-olds. And I think it's because mm. people, like, used to go into, like, their 20s and their corporate jobs, make a lot of money, and start spending it, but they didn't take the time to get to know who they were. And that came later on with, like, midlife crisis and, like, 27, 28, 30, right? And so they started Mm-hmm. They are what they want, and then they build a life that is more aligned to them. If they're lucky to have that introspective moment, I feel like then people, if not, are going going to like their midlife crisis, right? Because they never got the chance. I started that when I was seventeen. I started feeling like I lived through a crisis ever since I graduated from graduated from high school, 
And until I was probably like 23, I lived in that crisis. And my main priority was healing and self-discovery. And I just, I was unapologetic about it. There was no money in the bank that would justify me not getting to know and not healing like who I was and build parts of me. Now I have the two priorities, but I wouldn't, I would not trade money for experience. Nobody will give you experience back. Like, it's just like, there's nothing you can do that will take that away from you. Like, let's say that today I lose my job. I get fired. I have nothing. At least I know who I am. At least I got to like experience the world and I have a lot of faith inside of me. So I always know I have a very abundant way of seeing the world. Let's say I get fired from my job. I can always get another one. It's like, especially knowing that this like au pair job exists, right? I don't have a house. Yeah. I don't have to have enough money for food. I can just be a nanny. And I feel like the sense of safety that this job provided me with ma- makes me be a lot more impulsive and reckless or like it used to. Uh, I feel like now I'm like in a different stage of life, but it used to allow me to be this like impulsive and reckless and just living in the moment kind of person because I knew that I just had a plan B. There was always a plan B. And things did went wrong. And like I had the plan C and D and then like it just goes like so, so deep into that. And I cried so much in the past five years because I felt so lost. But now I sit here and I'm like, damn, I, I learned so much. And now I start building my adult life in a more mature, like emotionally mature and authentic way. And now I'm like, okay, I want to be a little bit more cautious with my finances. I want to, I want to work towards more like bigger goals and not get like the I, I thought about it and I'm like I can't find the English words for it but I feel like until now I only bought and went for things that gave me like the instant satisfaction right yeah. like mm-hmm. the, the short term like buying frames and uh sprints um and getting things that were like on sale and just having fun and spending 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 this point mm-hmm. in life where I'm like okay I'm ready to like move my focus into more long-term less instant satisfaction kind of goals so it I mean this like yeah transition period which is super weird but it feels really good at the same time wow <laughs> I have to process everything <laughs> you said it was a lot <laughs> it was a lot um, but it was also like a lot of great things, you know, because um, me personally, when I am like out and traveling, that is when I like grow the most, right? Is when I have most perspective. While I'm here, it's very like, okay, what are we doing? Right? It's like I'm stuck. It's yeah. like I'm, I'm just I can't move. It's like I'm paralyzed. But like when I'm out and yes. traveling that is like when i what can you say i don't know it's like i have like a fresh new brain it's like my old brain got dumped and trashed somewhere yeah. <laughs> yeah and it feels really good um and i also feel like i can process more like i can digest more 
I can, you know, reflect more versus like when I'm home, it's very, very different. It's very like dull and very like my process in life is like very slow. And yeah, like, so like all the people that like, okay, like traveling is like a waste of time and waste of money and whatnot. Like, I don't agree with that. Like, um, I have this example and it's quite depressing, but it's true. You know, I call it like the deathbed example, right? Like when you're on your deathbed, you're not thinking about like um, how much you saved and how much is in your account. You're, you're thinking about experiences. You're thinking about, you know, what you've done with your life. And if you're not doing anything great with your money and it's always like, on the go like you can't like run forever you have to stop at one point because your legs will get tired right you can't just i'm gonna be on the go 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 and i feel like sometimes that's what essentially is going on like when when there is all this advice like you can make the money like you can make the money back and you know uh, consider vacationing at your own country oh that's the worst one (laughs) That's the worst one. <laughs> I hate that advice. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, no, 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 no. If we're traveling, it's a plane. Not a camping van. Yeah. Not a boat. Not a train. But a flight. I, you know, that's what we're yeah, doing. I have a chance to thank for that. Especially from mm-hmm. Argentina. And I'm going to get into it. But I would say there are two ways to travel. One is a break. Another one is a vacation. Another one is a journey. From Argentina, mm-hmm. which is a place with a lot of financial like uh, instability and like economic crisis and people, it, it's like you're you're just like swimming and drowning all the time, right? And so people live in a way that is super super stressful, and they really live. And I've seen this with my uh, stepdad, and I've seen this with my dad. They live their lives filled up with stress. And then they wait until those, like, two, three, four weeks they can take at the end of the year to, like, have a break from their lives. And I always told myself, like, I'm not going to live a life that requires me to burn out every year and wait for those, like, three weeks that I feel alive. Like, that's not the way way Mm. to, like, function. That was my first Mm. reason to, like, leave Argentina. It's a way of living. And the second, I would say, vacation, right? I think that there are people who misinterpret what going on a vacation means. And this was me in New York. I had just landed. It was like New York City. The training school was there. We were going into the city and I had seen so many movies, right? I stepped food into like New York streets and I was like, this is it? <laughs> I have not like, oh my God, girl, like sightings. And I went to like all the upper like east side and I was like, Okay, like, what am I supposed to do now, right? Kept on traveling and had that, like, disappointing feeling of, like, seeing landmarks and being like, oh, okay. But it wasn't until, it wasn't until I understood that traveling is not about seeing things, but more about going into experiences in different cultures and meeting different people, that I understood what vacations versus traveling, maybe, like, it's not even the same thing vacations is like going to a place right go to the beach mm-hmm. let's go to this let's go to that okay yeah it's like taking a break traveling 
it's not about seeing something. It's about going into a place, changing your whole energy up, meeting people, growing from that, and like essentially getting to know a part of you that you didn't know existed. And I feel like that's why people miss about traveling. It's not about a new place. It's about who you are in that new place and who you get to be. Mm, I definitely agree on that. Um, for me personally, when it comes to like traveling and stuff, um, I definitely understand like the break versus the vacation thing. Um, I would say like my ideal trip would be when I'm experiencing, I'm learning new culture, I'm seeing like amazing animals, and I'm eating nice yes. food. Those three are the it for me. Like when I get yeah. that, I'm fulfilled. I don't need to like go shopping or anything like that. I'm not that type of person. You know, if you take me to a place, I would want to go to a place with a beach, right? So I would rather go to Tahiti than going to New York or Los Angeles or whatever. Wait, Los like wait, Los Angeles got a beach. I know that. <laughs> You're Maybe. California, yeah. And I think that, like, that's the vacation type. It's, like, the sightings and the getting to know a place. And I think it's still different from traveling because when you go on vacation, you enjoy the place. When you travel, yeah. you let the place for you. I think that, like, there's such a massive difference. Hmm. Definitely, definitely. Um. So... Yeah, like any last remarks about like what you could um recommend people to do who are still like in doubt, even listening to us for thirty something minutes, they're still questioning themselves. Yeah. Do you have any words? I would say, no matter who anybody else says, figure out what your priorities are, and don't feel pressure to go into any ways. Like, yes. You, I, I prioritize getting to know myself and traveling, and I feel like there's no money that would make me trade that experience. But the people listening could be totally different, and they could prioritize so many different things in life. And I'll say, just understand that money is just a currency, and you get to place that energy into whatever area of life you want to place it in. And if you're scared to like spend it or like anything, it's like, well, try and see if there's something about the perspective you have of the world that is caging you into that, like, because if it comes from a different priority, I totally respect that, right? But if it comes from fear, then I would challenge it. I would challenge the scarcity mindset that might, might be coming up. There you have yeah. it. If you're scared do it anyway totally right yeah totally thank you Val for participating in this episode it's been amazing um so yeah thank you everyone for listening and social media uh, links are in the description below and yeah so I would say again thank you so much for listening and bye bye